We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. And A Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts safe. And what can I say? Just stick my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 97. R-I-P-N-Y-Y. You look like you're reading like a eulogy over there. The way With my saying. little notebook? <laughs> I get made fun of. These are like dollar notebooks, but uh, I have everything in here. It's like you don't you don't see those after college. Like You, you don't see them after elementary school. Yeah, well, my high school kids, my high schoolers use those. But it's like, yeah, they go, go get the composition notebook. Yeah, it's a composition. Get the composition But notebook. I have like 50 of these, and I actually, even though it's all chicken scratch, I can go back, and if I can't find a phone number or... I try to date them, and they're amazing. And right now I have today's rundown. Series, Cashman, Boone, Judge, World Series predictions. That's your rundown for the show. If we were PTI, that's what you'd see on the side. I mean, I guess for me, you just got to give me your your impressions based on the four-game sweep by the Astros. Speaking for every Yankees fan, garbage. That's like my that's my main impression. It was just crap. I Surprised? Mean, I'm a, I'm yeah, a little surprised it was that bad, right? Like I thought they would at least I mean, I thought they'd win in six games, right? I said that, but that's a Yankee fan saying that. Like in reality, like the 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 Astros are a better team. Everybody knew it. Yep. But you think you'd at least show up and do something, right? They didn't do anything. Like what did they do? Harrison Bader kind of showed up a little bit, but he also made a crucial error in the outfield. But other than that, what did the Yankees really do? Did they, and they didn't show Anything. Fight. Like, Anything. And the, I wonder because there's something about the pinstripes and making everybody cut their hair and their mustaches. There's like a, it almost feels like a lack of personality. Right. It's like if you come to the Yankees and all of a sudden you lose your personality or something. It's almost and, like you're like part of a boarding school or a prison or, or just a cult. And, yes, and, and yes. so I, I don't, it's hard for me. It's been this way forever to feel, have a sense of the team chemistry. And then when something like this happens, I'm like, they must not have great chemistry. Right, but at the same time, that's been like that forever, and they've they've won, right? They've won in the past. So, I mean, I don't think you can attribute it to, like, them shaving a beard or not being able to grow their hair past No, but it. I'm making a broader comment about, like, they've always been a hard team to read. Yeah, and the chemistry, I obviously, I don't think was there. I think Judge was burned out. People were hurt. But you're not—not not to make excuses, but the people that are in the lineup have to hit, and the managers have to make the right calls— 
And it's just, it was a disaster all the way around. It literally was a disaster all the way around. Anytime the Yankees had a chance, it was like, what can we do next to screw this up? Right. And, you know, I want to bring up Josh Donaldson for a second because I'm not as passionate about it as you are. But I saw, I watched very little of the series, but the two times I watched, he struck out looking in a big spot. He didn't even, it wasn't like, no, the one he swung at a high ball that was clearly two you feet call out of the that strike a swing. zone. Swing. That's not yeah. even like a swing. It's, so, it's like you could have went out there and had anybody go out there. So he that. would. He literally seemed like he was an out the second he walked up yeah. to the plate. Zero confidence. Zero like any sort of fight in the box. Anything. You hit the nail right on the head. Zero. Anything. It's just so annoying. I'm sitting there thinking about it, and I'm watching him with those lame ass swings in yeah. the box. Just awful. Awful, awful, awful at bats. Like, I could have went up there and done that. Exactly what I was thinking. so bad, dude. Ten strikeouts in four games. And he kept going out there, going out there, going out there. He sucks. I can't stand Josh Donaldson. And and somehow Cashman, Awful. what Cashman said, he he has no interest in Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper makes only two million more than Josh Donaldson, and Bryce Harper just Bryce Harper is exactly what you just talked about. Passion. Yes. Yes. And exactly what my my youngest son said to me. He goes, you know what the Yankees needed? The Yankees need a judge to play like Bryce Harper yeah. or anybody. Yeah. But the obviously judge is your marquee player, right? And you got a thirteen year old saying that he's got it figured out. Yet you parade the same bozo out there every day. You're not going to sit Judge, right? You're not going to sit Rizzo. You're not going to sit Bader. You can sit Josh Donaldson. You can work your way around that. He looked Oh, my God, awful. To make it worse that you got swept by the Astros, you paraded like a Little League lineup out there and looked like fools. Looked like fools. His name is John Senecal, and he's— Ranting. Yes, I love love it. Listen, because I've been bitching about Josh Donaldson from day one. Yeah. From day one, it was like once Joey. Didn't you Gallo go through your podcast? In- Didn't you look listen to old podcasts to yes. find the spot? May, <laughs> May, yeah, it was March fourteenth. I was pissing and moaning about him. Why did they get him? Why did they take that contract on? Now they're on the hook next year. No one's going to take that guy, especially Nobody. after that resume. Nobody. Nobody. Oh my God, you're saddled with him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Judge. We can't pay you because we got to pay this clown twenty five million dollars next year. Seriously, if that's the reason, you, if that's the reason you can't sign Judge. Then well, that then that brings me to Cashman. So not he, just judge anybody else. Right. So, like you got to hold a fill at shortstop if you're not going to go with Anthony Volpe, which they should have done to begin with, and just went with it like the Astros did with right. Pena. All right, take a sip of water. <sighs> He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Jackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 97. R.I.P. N.Y.Y. Uh, so Cashman's contract is up, and so we, but that's like every year. I feel like right. So, but <laughs> but having said deal? it, you know Hal Steinbrenner. As many people say, he's not his father. He does not make these knee jerk reactions. They'll they usually say how disappointed they are and how they strive for championships and then change nothing, you know, from the manager or the general manager. But he is up, and at some point, I mean, the, my only thing with Cashman is it's like I don't like firing people. I think he's obviously. Smart and he's obviously capable, but the bottom line is that he's not winning. Right. And if winning is your standard, then maybe he's got to go. But then my next question is, who who goes into that role? Are you gonna going to get some, you know, Heim Bloom number cruncher? Are you gonna married get someone to from the, outside the organization? Right. Which is something that's not really that they that they want to do, and they they do have you know the modern times post you know. George, they've had a lot of consistency, and I just don't know what would be better. Well, I think when you talk about Brian Cashman, right, we'll start with him instead of Aaron Boone, right? We'll talk about Cashman. 
the thing about Cashman is he has been there so long, right? And you can look at the last time they won was 2009, and they've bowed out pretty bad in all the playoff series, right, since then. But the thing is he's been there so long. So it's not like – it's like move on. You've been there like 30 years overall almost. Like he was like 86, I think, he started with the Yankees. But then you get rid of him, it sounds like – it feels like a rebuild then. What do you – I mean – your point is, is that you've been there long enough, time to time to move on. But if you get someone new, it's going to feel like you would then have to wait for that person to get in the groove, which well, could I mean, be it years. It depends on who you bring in, right? I mean, it depends if you bring in someone like I'll say it, Derek Jeter. What if he comes in and becomes the general manager, is or, he, so, or it, president? Is he a good he, enough baseball guy to do it? I don't know. He's only been with the Marlins for what? He was with the Marlins what three years? Right. So, I don't know. It's such a hard call to make. My whole take on Shaq, Cashman, not Shackman, Cashman, <laughs> is that he's been there so long. So, move on, right? But the problem with that is there's also the whole other guard in that whole top lineup has been there basically since, like, 2006, probably. Who? You mean? Like, the like the, the, the player development, the oh, Oppenheimers. Uh, all the, the same guys, like yeah. All, like, they've all been around since the early 2000s. Maybe the game... Has changed and they haven't changed enough. I, so I'm not a big sweeping changes to talk in the media. You think they should just well, that's clean what house? They would have to kind of do, I would think, because you're going to. But are you of, advocating for that? You're going to get rid of Brian Cash. Is that what you, you want these, to happen? You still got the. Just tell me if that's what you want. I think it it has to be Cashman. It would have to be. But the problem is, are you gauging Cashman on what he did going into the season or what he did? At towards, what, is, what does it matter? Well, because the team was flawed to begin the season, and then the trade deadline backfired on them. But the team still kind of played good, and they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs and made the ALCS, and they just flopped. It wasn't like right. You know what I mean? The, well, you, you could look at it more simply that they for for the I don't know the thirteenth consecutive time they didn't win. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like he's it's been over and over. It's the longevity thing. It's not it's not so much what happened right now. I think it's the longevity thing. And that's where he would have okay, to go. Okay, so just me. Let's be clear. You think they should fire Cashman and? Well, you don't have to fire him. His contract's up. Okay, you just whatever. You know what I mean. Turn his key off. You don't want him back. I think he's the one that's got to go. I mean, you just signed Boone to a three-year deal in the season. Well, you can still then. fire him, and they well, can. Yeah, they can eat twelve million dollars or whatever it is. That's but. more money towards the hit, I would think. Right. So this, that, let's just the transition of Boone. So Boone did sign that three-year deal. And you think that protects him. I don't think it protects him. And I'm not sure he's the right manager for that team. We did a lot of knucklehead things in the playoffs. I mean But again, what are you gonna do that's better? And I do think that he's a I think he's a good manager. I think he's a decent human well, being. The Yankees with Boone, they went with a guy who doesn't have managerial experience, was a Yankee favorite, right? He was a Yankee fan favorite. Like a great person to do that would bring back would be Don Mattingly. But I'm not sure he's a good manager. I mean, he hasn't done that well. Well, I mean, he was on the yeah the Marlins for like six years, dude. I mean, what do so, you want to do with that? I'm he just got saying. He the playoffs one year. I mean, that's like a that's that's wor- like yeah, they probably would have beat the Yankees this year in the playoffs, but they never had a good team. Listen, if they if they go out and they get rid of Boone and Cashman and bring in Jeter and Mattingly, those are like the only two that you could get to right, make but those it are like, like a, the icons you get have to excited. let go eventually. Right. Though. But my my question on both is like, if you bring in Jeter, you need to have like the hierarchy like. Like a not he's not the GM. Right. He's like the president of baseball ops, and they hire a GM below him because I don't think a he wants to work that hard, and b I don't know that he has all 
the acumen to do what needs to be done to win. But that's also the other problem is with the Yankees, you know, there's going to be that expectation that if you do get rid of Boone or you do get rid of Cashman, you have to get someone that has a name and that's proven. But that's the problem, too. It's like you can never go against the grain unless you're going to hire some pitching coach no one's ever heard of. Right. You can't just get the best person available. You have, But I would say Jeter and Mattingly. I mean, would, look, everyone lost their minds when they pretty much when they hired Torrey. And he had managerial experience. He had a lot of playing experience. And they hired him. They were like, what? And then he right. went on to world, win four World Series. Interesting. So now we're basically, you are the classic Yankee fan waking up after this series and saying, Cashman's got to go and Boone's got to well, go. Well, I don't necessarily think Boone's got to go. I mean, he did make some bad decisions. But listen, again, like you can't, the players have to perform and you have to, injuries suck, dude. Injuries screw everybody. Right. But you got to work They didn't have it. LeMahieu. They didn't have right. Ben Attendee. But you can't blame it on that or open roofs right. or anything. You have to perform and they didn't perform. They didn't hit. Okay. The Yankees have been flat basically, since the All-Star break. Let's talk about Aaron Judge because you the money, if they're going to pay him what he will get in the open market, like I look at compared to Xander Bogarts. Like I think Xander Bogarts is somebody who's worth more to the Red Sox than he is to other teams because they either have young prospects or a decent shortstop. Like Xander's awesome because he's a great character guy and he's good, but he's not great. Right, and I think that he'd be good on another team, but I don't think anyone's going to throw thirty million a right. year for Xander Bogarts. Whereas Judge has value to any team that can afford him. Right. So it's a totally different dynamic now. Whether that's six years and three hundred million, I don't know what it is. In some ways, it's silly to talk about now. The real issue is if the Yankees pay to keep him, they will be in luxury tax la la land for a couple of years until right. they can get all this stuff off the books. That's A and B. But at the same time. It's almost as if they have to sign him. Like, if you let him go, that's a disaster. Yeah. Deep down, as a, as a Yankee fan and as a baseball fan, I don't think Aaron Judge is going anywhere. But I think what the issue is going to be is, you know, Aaron Judge isn't in a position to be like, this is what I want, right? This is this is where he just gets to sit back and look at what everyone's going to say to him, right? Now, do the Yankees come at him? Because, I mean, the Yankees are obviously going to try to sign him. I mean, we know that. Do they come at him where they're like above what everybody else is going to be, or are they going to be at that same kind of level where he was what he turned down? And we were all like before the season, we were like, "What are you nuts? Like, why would you turn that money down?" Right. So I feel like they got a really thin line to walk with him, right? right. Well, because if they if they say, "Well, let's see what the market is," then they're they waiting them out, or they could lose them, right? And so you don't want to do that. But if no, you- I would I would hope. Listen, I would hope that the Yankees always get last wraps, right, Adam? But you never know, right? If San Francisco calls and all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to give you $50 million a year, come home, your parents can come to you every night. That's going to be a lot hard to t- turn down if it's a nine, 10 year deal, right? right. Well, that, But that- at the same time, you would hope that the respect is there that the Yankees in late in the game. That's why I'm saying it's crucial to see what happens, who blinks, who, because you know someone's going to come right out and just throw money at them. You would right. think one of those teams, like Texas, they're always so that, blowing the So then up. that really brings me to the interesting thing, which is the who. Because, you know, he, he doesn't have to stay in right field, but, you know, you got Mookie Betts in right field for the Dodgers. There's DHing that can happen too, which eventually. Mookie can play second. And Mookie can play center. I mean, it, what, whatever it is. But they're also, their payroll's high. Uh, the Red Sox, it's not really in keeping with their philosophy right now. So I, but they do have a lot of money. I think the Red Sox might have like fifty million coming off the books, I, or it's a lot of money. And you talk about Texas, maybe they're ready to contend. I mean, the Braves Texas probably can't do money. it. No, I mean, I just I don't. It brings me to that the Cubs. I mean, who 
It's who, the big market team, right? right? So, but who could, would it make sense, and where would he want to go? Because I do Fran. think there's certain people that I, I don't think care about winning truly, and I think Judge does. I think he wants to win. Yeah, and there are only honestly a handful of places to go. Like if I was a player right now, I'd want to be in Atlanta. I just love that. I love that they have all this long-term right, young, money young, young tied core. up in these players like yep. if i were but i don't know if they can afford them but like that's a team that i, I don't i don't love atlanta as a city but that's a team that i'm like i would be jacked up and to play the other play great on that team. thing is for a player like him is with the dh you, i mean he is a very good defensive player but he gets he can go anywhere now Right, he he it's not now. just an American league. He can go thing. anywhere now, so he can get rest and he can play every day. I think it was Matt, uh, our producer, who said, "Did you say that you think he'll go National League if he doesn't stay with the Yankees?" Matt go to the said Mets. That. See, I think that would be. See, I, I know it flies in the face of you guys, but for drama, I would absolutely love. But that. I also, you also got to, you also got to think to yourself, you know, what what is also important to Aaron Judge, right? Like, is is it important for him? Because he's a he's a, he's an amazing player and he's going to be a great talent wherever he goes. But is it be, is it more important for him to be a great talent in New York, wearing that uniform with the spotlight on him, with everything else that comes with it? As you can already broke the biggest American League record that everyone thought wouldn't be broken, other than uh, Nolan Ryan's strikeout record. Mm-hmm. And and live that life, right? And what is his wife like, right? I mean, he's married, but his family's his family's on the West Coast, but he he's used to that, right? Well, I guess he's used to that. I he strikes me, and you know him better than me, but. There are some players you know that want to get paid. He wants to get, but I think I think that being like his legacy seems again. This is all just speculation, but he does seem old school in that sense. Yeah. Like I think that part of him would like to be on the same team for his whole career, yeah. go down as a Yankee legend, and go into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Like there's part of me that thinks he probably thinks about that. Yeah, and I mean, and and you look at you know, the contract that he turned down, and then you know the possible- what were the terms on that. It was you know? like, yeah, like there was all different ones. It was like eight years, three hundred, and it was it averaged out to like thirty three million a year. Okay, so he's gonna make at least ten more than that. I would think. Yeah, I would think. You know, but I think I think you know it comes down to you know what what is the blueprint is that's in front of Aaron Judge. You know what is that blueprint, and the blueprint is all there. What should have been done before spring training is, you know, him staying a Yankee for his career, like you said, becoming the next Yankee captain. And hopefully in the next whatever years, bringing a World Series, and that's that would be the only thing he doesn't have. And I'm, right. I'm anticipating that he's going to win the MVP this year. You know, we can talk about that in another episode. But you got to look that you can't think if you're Aaron Judge, you don't see that in front of you, right? And what better? What you've already built on it. Why why change it? Yeah. Well, that's the advantage that the Yankees hope as an organization that that's true. They yeah. hope that that's true. But at the same time, I mean. You know, we talked about getting rid of general managers and stuff. Are you going to come in as a new general manager and work that contract and figure all that out? Like, the Yankees got a lot of issues ahead of yeah. them right now if they think they want to get stuff done and figure things out. Because who knows? Cashman could have a great rapport with Judge and something could have fell, fell apart somewhere else. Right. Or for all we know, they could think Cashman's a total you-know-what. And that might have been the deciding factor. Who knows what goes on behind the scenes? He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Let's finish up here with World Series predictions. I think that Houston, a lot of people felt like that was, I mean, they're the best team in the American League, and it's not a shoe-in, but they were the most talented team. The Phillies are a big surprise. Uh, You know, they were under 500, and they fired Joe Giardi, and they brought in this guy. I don't even know his name. Former Yankee first base coach. What's his name? Rob Thompson. Yeah. And he 
has done obviously a good job and the players have bought in and they're in the World Series for the first time since the last time the Yankees won it, right? Yeah, 2009. 2009. The Phillies won it in 2008 and then they lost to the Yankees in 09. And so I, you know, I'm not a city of Philadelphia fan, but there's no doubt in my mind that I want the Phillies to beat the Astros. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. And I think, I think, I mean, I honestly think they can do it. I think they got the team. The problem with the Astros, and we all know this from watching baseball, their pitching is, is insane. Like, and, and, and they have that, you know, it was Pena and Bregman, right, basically, that carried them in this series. And if it's not Pena and Bregman, it's going to be Altuve Alvarez. and Jordan in the next yeah. series. You know, that's what the Yankees lacked. They didn't have, they, they, the Yankees didn't have one guy that stepped up. These guys had two guys that were stepping up every, every, they did it, right? Right. But at the same time, they don't have Bryce Harper. They don't have that energy that's the Phillies, right? And what better cause of fan base to take on against Altuve and other cheating? The Philly. Philly. Merciless. Merciless. Yeah. So if, they, if they had any rough time in New York, they were about to get chewed up. Philly, Philly. Philly makes Boston and New York look like Switzerland. I've been to sporting events in Philly, and it's real. It's yeah. not fake. Yeah, and, and that stadium is awesome. If you've ever been to Citizens Bank Park, yeah. it's, it's great. Really and pretty, and yeah. if you watched any of these games and watched what Bryce Harper's been doing and what that team has been doing, they, they got it going on. They so the truth is, on. they're not as good and as they're scoring Houston. Runs. The Astros are scoring a lot of runs. When also Philly has come from behind a couple times, which I think is kind of important because some teams just tend to roll over. Yeah. And other, you know, and 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 I I think I I'm saying the Phillies win in six, and a lot of it's heart rather than head because I don't think they're nearly as talented or as deep. But there's something about the mojo. There's something about the the vibe of the city that yep. I feel like. Houston, like, who cares? The city's a sprawling mess. I mean, like, do they? Do the fans really oh, care? I, I don't. I, and so I, I just want, I want the Phillies to win. I'm saying they're going to do it in six. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with you six. And I think they just rally around Bryce Harper. I think he is literally probably the best player in baseball. I mean, everyone. The problem is, I think, you know, everyone's so hung up on Trout and, and you know, but. Bryce just does it every year. He is a great player, and he's got so much heart and so much energy. And it's almost like the crowd feeds off of him. Mm. It's like he's, you know, it's like he, it's like a maestro out there. It's crazy. It's funny you say that. And and then you know, I I, I said I don't. Know if this was on our podcast last week, or I was talking to Master Royce, our producer. But when he got hit in the hand by Snell, no, we were talking about that. Last yeah, time. I just I go back to the fact he was so mad, but then he's also like he's a big pride guy, and he's a big like code guy and he was like he didn't get mad at Snell yep. and he channeled it properly and there's something about I've never I've never been a huge Bryce Harper fan just because I think he's so cocky and he's so macho yep. this and that but the bottom line is you're right he's sort of carrying the spirit on his back and here's a guy who's been in the limelight like LeBron you know since he was a teenager yeah. and he's delivered you know how hard it is to deliver on expectations yeah and, and never screwed up like think about that. Like you even like talk about like you just said LeBron. Like think about all the the grease you think you could find on that dude. Yeah. And what do they got on him? He drank Nothing. wine before a basketball game right. once and went out and dropped forty. Right. Who cares? You know what I mean? He wasn't sitting with six year olds drinking wine in bed. Right. You know, get over it. Why does that have know. to be the example that you Well, bring that's what up? other celebrities no, do, right? No, I know. <laughs> it's I'm just, sorry. It's disturbing. Just, of course, you know, it's, um, it's truth, though. So we have Phillies and Six. And then, you know, we'll start our off season. We're heading toward our 100th episode, and we're coming up with a really something special to do with either, you know, give away some Red Sox-Yankees tickets or do an event-type thing. We haven't quite figured it out. And then in the off season, 
You know, figure hope, it out quick. Yeah, I know. We've got three more to go. <laughs> and then we'll have the offseason. We'll have Rico Bronio, Bobby Dickerson. We'll have Jackson Olsen with the Savannah Bananas. We have a whole bunch of things lined up for the offseason as well. But, of course, we'll have our middle of the We're world. We're not going to get Josh Donaldson? You think we can get that Josh Donaldson? Could you imagine if we could get Josh Donaldson or Joey Gallo? Why, why would they ever talk to I us? Don't Joey know, Gallo might. Joey Gallo might. That would be awesome to talk to Joey Gallo and just ask him, like, dude, how did, how did you, like, drive, go to the park every day? How did you do that? Did you really not want to leave your apartment? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Did you like, really yeah. want to crawl into your, under your bed? Uh, we can effort that. I think there's no doubt we can try. He's John Seneca and Brian Shackman. You've been listening to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.